0: From America, we are listening to the Hip-Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell.
1: Sports Update brought to you by Pfizer. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I guess we know who Pfizer represents and who represents Pfizer. It looks to me like Pfizer has always been a left-leaning, uh, Democrat-supporting company who depends on the lobbyists and depends on the laws that are made in Congress. But specifically, it looks like with Democrats, I've never seen uh, where it said, Tucker Carlson, sponsored by Pfizer. Sean Hannity, sponsored by Pfizer. War Room with Steve Bannon, sponsored by Pfizer. No, no, no. Folks, it's constantly left-leaning, and they've always been that way. As a matter of fact, Pfizer is probably in the top two, top three of the largest lawsuits of all time. So make sure you continue to do your research on Pfizer because they are the devil in my mind. Anyway, folks, welcome to Live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire. Welcome to Real America's Voice News. It's a pleasure to be here with you guys every single day. Today's Wednesday. It is hump day. We made it through half the week. And if you missed this morning's show, I, um, I think you should go watch it. It'll lift up your spirits and it'll set you back on the right path. Exactly what God is always intending. So ladies and gentlemen, please, if you're watching on Rumble, if you're watching on social media, let me know who you are, where you are from. Because it's in the title, Real America's Voice News. So we're going to highlight Real America. I see Denise is watching. God bless you. She says, I agree, Jeremy. Pfizer is evil. Uh, we've got Becky watching. How you doing, Becky? Good to see you. Kelly, uh, Kelly Bruno, thank you very much for watching. I appreciate it. Rusty, how you doing? Roxy is also watching. Thank you very much for joining in tonight. Again, you guys, not only on the Real America's Voice platform, but you can also watch Live from America itself, its own channel, on Roku and Firestick as well. Phyllis from Florida is watching. God, God bless you, Phyllis. Thank you very much. Kim from Green Bay, Wisconsin, and of course, Sharon in Texas. God bless you all. Thank you for watching, thank you for tuning in twice a day, every day, to get the gospel, some truth, some positivity, and just some good old-fashioned regular Americans to hang out with, because that's what we do here on Life From America. But I opened the video today with that, because I really wanted to highlight how bad the company Pfizer really is, and what they've done to this country over years and years and years, decades, ladies and gentlemen, and... And we're going to talk a little bit tonight about how they strong-arm the federal government into contracts. And, of course, the Biden administration and and the FDA and everybody else that's incompetent and illegitimate, I might add, at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue and running these government agencies, uh, they just cave. They cave like when China tells them something to do, they cave. They cave when the Taliban tells them something to do, they cave. And the world sees us on uh, on the world stage. We're looking weaker and weaker every single day. But speaking of Biden, before we get into uh, you know the Lord and, and and the gospel, I do want to tell you that his poll numbers right now, according to Quinnipiac, have went down to twenty eight percent among independents, folks. That's bad. That's more than a free fall. That's a slaughtering in twenty twenty two. And as long as we can continue to make sure that we are working on the November 3rd debacle that happened, and to put thing, uh, measures in place to that kind of stuff doesn't happen again like they're trying to do in Virginia, I think it's going to be an absolute slaughtering come 2022. Because with 28% among the independents, nobody, you don't come back from that. You just don't come back from that. It's a historic low, and and rightfully deserved. And like I told you, I would give it by the by November 1st, and you're going to see his poll numbers just his, just among every everybody combined, you're going to see him probably around 35% approval, maybe even 32%. Right now, he's hovering at 37, uh, and he's not doing much better with his base. I can tell you that. Um, so just continue to hold your ground, folks. Continue to don't comply. There's the the vaccine mandate of 100 employees or more. That's falling apart every day. Every day that's falling apart apart more and more. Because there's no substance behind it. There's no science behind it. There's no reality behind it. There's no facts behind it. It's all just noise and press conferences and sentences that you can't understand just as much as I can't understand. True international depression, that's what I hear every time. I don't have time for that stuff. But anyway, that's right. 28% approval rating among independents. That spells an absolute slaughter at the 2022, um, 2022 polls. And i got to tell you, folks, Biden and Harris are, are sinking fast. And she's nowhere to be found. She's nowhere to be found because she's in way over her head. And and, and to be honest with you, even her own party didn't want her. I don't know why. I mean, I, I would only imagine that Obama and Susan Rice and those people that are actually behind the scenes really wanted her. But her own party didn't even want her. So Pelosi's on her way out. Schiff, his eyes are going to fall out of his head any day now. Did you see him when he was voting to to uh, refer charges from to Steve Bannon to the DOJ? I mean, it looked like he was so, his eyes were so wide, I've never seen him that big. The party's falling apart, and we're going to take over in 2022. So, we have a very special guest coming on here in a little bit after the first break. Jan Morgan will be uh, visiting us, and uh, of course she's running for Senate down in Arkansas, and we have a lot to talk with her about. But, folks, we are going to go to the Lord like we do every day. At the start of every show. And of course we're going to be reading from Jesus calling October 20th. We will read the devotional and then of course the verses that it is coming from as we do every night. So here we go. You don't have to choose between enjoying me or enjoying the many good gifts that I provide. It is simply a matter of priorities. I want you to treasure me above all else. If you keep me first in your life, my good gifts will not become idols. Delight yourself in me, and I will give you the desires and secret petitions of your heart. And James 1.7, the New King James Version, is where that's pulled from. One of the verses where it says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father and the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. And also from Psalm 37.4, which says, Delight yourself also in the Lord, and He will give you the desires and secret petitions of your heart. You can also read Second Chronicles 16, 9 and Acts 2, 28. And, uh, and, and all of that touches on the same stuff there. And before you turn out the light, it says, Your yearning for an, awkward, uh, an awakened soul brings me pleasure. Keep seeking joy in my presence. And folks, it's true. You know that old saying, money can't buy you happiness? Well, I I, I disagree with that. Money buys a lot of people a lot of happiness, but only Jesus buys you joy. Remember that. Money can buy you happiness, but Jesus buys you joy. Let's go to the Lord for the Lord's Prayer. We'll take a quick commercial break, and we'll come back with our first guest today, Jan Morgan. Ladies and gentlemen, so please remove your hats if you're wearing one. Ask everybody in your in the room to ch- please just respect you and be quiet for a minute or join in and say the Lord's prayer with us and say it out loud. Here we go, folks. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And for the Real America's Voice audience, I want to let you know that on this morning's show, the one great thing about the audience that watches Life from America is that we're really interactive with each other. Um, yeah, I'll take time out of my day and, and, and call and call people that watch the show. Some people just need to, to, to vent and rant. And it's okay. just because I'm hosting a show doesn't put me above anybody else and I want to hear those I want to hear the people's troubles as well and and today uh, we all band together and we're going to take care of somebody very special Uh, Jenny McBride who's um, uh, lost her husband last year and has I talked to her for about 45 minutes today and she's been going through a lot as you can imagine a senior losing their partner in, in this day and age living off very little money it's very hard she's got a lot of problems with the plumbing in her house and because of the Live from America audio and everybody who pooled together we're going to be able to take care of her plumbing expenses for her and that folks is what changing the world is all about not my action the action of of, of so many people who band together and all glory goes to God so, folks, remember, we need to reach one, teach one, and we need to stay together. We need to work together. We're going to take a quick commercial break here on Real America's Voice News from the live free or die state of New Hampshire. We'll be back shortly with Jan Morgan, running for Senate in the great state of Arkansas. We'll be right back after this. And, Jan, thank you very much for, for actually being here early, usually when I, when I, when I get a guest uh, the guest doesn't come in until you know a little bit later than I want him to, so it's it's nice to be able to have you in. You are live for the social media audience, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put you right up on the screen here where you deserve to be, and, uh, and let me just adjust something here. There we go, and okay. So everybody, say hello to Miss Jan Morgan, and Jan, you are live with the uh, social media audience right now.
0: Awesome. I wish I could see, uh, see your feed and see who all's there. I, I like, I like you enjoy engaging with the people out there. Well, it's one of the things that separates me from other people who have a large following is if you look at my Facebook page, I actually do know the people that I'm engaging with that the regulars on there. I like to, to keep up with them and, and they know that they matter and they do because without them, you and I, or nothing. We can't we we can't get the word out. We can't network. We can't get the truth out if we don't have the people working with us.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And and to be honest with you, I know that we were together in Virginia uh, last week for the action 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 rally and a lot of people that watch the show and and of course watch me on RAV when I'm out doing stuff with Ben and everybody, they say, How come you're not up on the stage? Why are you in the crowd? Why do they stick you in the crowd if you and I said I asked to be there. Like I literally, they, they offer me that they offered me being up on stage and, and interviewing the guests. And I said, I would much rather be in the crowd interviewing the people that are there that the regular everyday people that have the questions for these people, because I'm <laughs> I'm one of them too. I got questions too. And I just feel, I just feel so much more comfortable um being with the, with the people because without there, like you said, there's not, there's none of it without, without everybody in, uh, together. Absolutely.
0: And I hate it that on that show, you did have a question for me and, I didn't get to hear it. I didn't get your question, so I'm sure you you saved it. Yeah, I'm gonna
1: to get to hear it. Tonight. Well, you know, and, and, and I did, and and you know, I I like I said, you 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 don't know who I am really until last week, but I followed you for a long, long time uh, before I even did backyard rant videos that got me to where I am today, and um, you you're a really inspiring individual. Um, not just with the Second Amendment stuff, but just with everything you've done, especially when you ran for governor and everything, you're just an inspiring individual. And I, th- I think that there's so much more to you than what everybody, li- you know, because everybody sees the gun girl, right? You're the original gun girl right now. Everybody's kind of doing kind of doing a variation of that. But I, but you didn't do it for, for clout or for fame or for video, you know, for lots of videos. You did it because you were really, you know, you really stuck by the Second Amendment. So that's what got me watching. And then I seen, I just watched you throughout the last few years, and I said, man, this... This person could really shake things up if they were in the right position. So, you know, that's well, what I, I
0: actually, I actually am a firearms instructor. I mean, I, I t- I'm an NRA, USCCA, and state police certified firearms instructor, and I, I I care about gun rights because that. Well, I care about all of our rights, but I mean, it, it wasn't just a line or something that I decided to pursue. I've, I've always been. Uh, a believer in our rights, in the Bill of Rights. And I was a constitutional conservative long before people started calling me First Lady of the Second Amendment. (laughs) But but I'm a national conservative warrior. That's right. uh, We are a constitutional republic, and I get so sick of hearing people and and career politicians call us a democracy. We're not a democracy. I know. We are a constitutional republic. I know. know, I can't stand
1: that. I can't stand that. Okay, we're going to come back from break and and introduce you to the TV audience, Mm -hmm. but the good thing about the the Live from America social media audience is they always get first, first first dibs so um okay and welcome back to live from america here on real america's voice news ladies and gentlemen from the live free or die granite state of new hampshire i am very honored to introduce my next guest to you a person who i admire uh, who i've admired for quite a long time and um and now who is running for senate in the state of arkansas ladies and gentlemen jan morgan jan how are you today
0: I am doing great, Jeremy. And just to clarify, I'm running for United States Senator. That's, That's right. right. So, you know, there are a lot of Arkansans that think I'm running for State Senator. No, I'm running for United States Senator. Senate. So I'm, I'm hoping they're going to send me to DC so I can kick over some tables and roll some heads. Uh, and speaking of which, I, at the beginning of your show, I love your intro where you're talking about brought to you by Pfizer, all of these different <laughs> shows and all these different people brought to you by Pfizer. And the only thing you're missing is the incumbent I'm running against, he's brought to you by Pfizer. And I am, if I win this seat and head to DC, I'm going to be brought to you by the people. So,
1: well, that you know, that's see, see now, that's that's some marketing right there. That's that's great. That's and that's well, it's,
0: it's the truth. He just, just March 18th, the incumbent I'm running against, John Bozeman. He's been there 21 years. It's, it's he's a perfect example of why we need term limits. But he just recently in March, he received uh, March 18th, he received a nice, sizable donation from Pfizer, and within a couple of weeks, he was in a shots and arms tour, is what he called it. Pushing the COVID vaccine across the state of Arkansas, pushing it on people who may not have otherwise taken it, uh, without his assuring them that it was okay and that that he thinks that they should take it. So uh, you couldn't get his. There's there such a huge difference between who he is and who I am. Uh, I am for the people. He is bought and paid for. Now- That's no secret, and uh, I plan on carrying talking about that a lot on the trail.
1: Well, I'll tell you, the, and that's the other thing, too. There's so many people that said, you know, it'd be really nice if, and I'm sure you've probably seen this on social media, but it would be really nice if politicians um, had, you know, uh, who, the, who who uh, endorsed them, or who who supplied money for them, kind of like a NASCAR, uh, a NASCAR driver. They have all their sponsors all over their suits. It'd be nice if we had some sponsors uh, on, on these politicians' suits and see who they got money for. And like you said, bought and paid for by, brought to you by Pfizer, but you're going to be brought by the people. Let's talk about him for a minute. I thought his name was Boozman, not bozeman uh because uh, it's <laughs> so this guy boosman let's talk about him for a minute he's he's the incumbent there what uh, you you've been traveling arkansas you've been talking to the people you've you've you are the people and if anybody has a regular conversation with somebody it's you so what have you heard that the people of arkansas don't like about him and what have you heard the biggest complaint is against him representing our uh, the people of arkansas
0: How much time do you have, Jeremy? (laughs) The reason I got in this race, even before I started listening to the people about him particularly, uh, I will tell you this. A talk business politics poll showed that he only had a 31 percent approval rating, 38 percent disapproval rating. And the rest of the people of Arkansas said, who? They didn't even know who he was. You know, Tom Cotton, our junior senator from Arkansas, is very well-known. You see him all over the place. Uh, John Bozeman, on the other hand, is very quiet. Uh, You you never really hear him or see him involved in anything. He really is a nice guy that's a go-along-to-get-along guy. This is not a time in our United States Senate when we need go-along-to-get-along guys. He's been there 21 years. He's gotten way too comfy with Democrats. In fact, according to four different conservative rating outlets including Mark Levin's and the John Birch Society. He is a failing grade. His voting record is <laughs> failing. The John Birch Society says 83% of his votes are in conflict with the Constitution and Bill of Rights. But even before I knew that, I got in the race because on February 13th, this guy, this U.S. senator, came out publicly on his social media page, and it's still there, and he blamed President Trump for January 6th. Yeah. Not only that, he said that President Trump could be investigated and charged criminally for his role in January 6th. That is absurd. I was in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. I was at the Ellipse. I heard the president's speech. I listened to every single word. There is nothing he said or did that instigated any unlawful actions that may or may not have occurred on January 6th. So that infuriated me. And then the more I started looking at it and looking into his record, the angrier I became. For example, he voted— to confirm Joe Biden's nominee for U.N. ambassador, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, I don't know if you know much about her, but she's, an, she's a racist, American yes, she has been an international embarrassment. She says that America's founding documents are weaved with white supremacy. That is just not true. Even Senator Tom Cotton from Arkansas voted against her confirmation. Now, why Senator Bozeman voted with the Democrats, I Who knows? Especially since I'm in this race, he would have thought he would have at least just tried to put on a good show, but, uh, but he didn't, he voted the wrong way on her. Um, well, let me just say, let me
1: just, let me just chime in here and say, let me just chime in here and say real quick that that's a good way to tell, who, who we need to remove and, 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 and who we, who we need to stay. Ask them, do you believe President Trump should have been impeached for January 6th? And if they say yes, see you later. And, and the same thing goes with November 3rd. Do you believe that, 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 uh, the, the Democrats did some some terrible things and stole the election on 2020. Do you believe in a forensic God? If they say no, see you later. They're rhinos. So we, we have a really easy way to to find out who's a rhino and who's not a rhino. And it sounds like to me that this guy that you're up against, this incumbent, Bozeman, sounds exactly that's what he is, is a rhino.
0: Well, of course he is. Actually, I have a different word for them than rhinos. They're, I call them counterfeit Republicans. Mm. They're counterfeits.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, yeah, he won't debate me. He, every John... Senator Bozeman, once again, on this show, nationally, I'm asking you, I am challenging you to debate me. If you are so proud of your record, your voting record for the past 21 years, you should be anxious to stand up on statewide television, on stage, in front of the people of this state and defend it. Because it is indefensible and it's unconscionable, some of the things that he has supported. One other thing I wanted to tell you, of course, he voted to accept Electoral College votes from those states on January 6th, where there were clear, strong allegations of voter fraud. The people of Arkansas did not want that, Jeremy. They wanted him to stand up for election integrity. And he did not. Amen. He did not. Uh, So he he just, he needs to be replaced, just like Mitch McConnell needs to be replaced. Amen. The first thing I'm going to do is go after Mitch McConnell. I would never (laughs) support him for Senate Majority Leader. He is the reason. President Trump, even though President Trump accomplished more than any other president in history, Mitch McConnell, was as big of an obstacle for President Trump and the America First agenda as Democrats. Of course he was. That's that's unconscionable. It needs to be taken care of. And that's going to be the top of my agenda if I get to DC. Well, you
1: know, it's funny that you say that because on today's morning show, see, what I like to do on, on, on my show is I like to actually call these people, call their offices, call their assistants. I like to call them on speakerphone, live on air. No, you know no no plan to say anything specific just call him and and and, and hold them accountable we called mitch mcconnell's right. office today and we actually talked to a couple people very nice people very nice aides and people who assist him but we called him to talk about his recent statements of he has he has no um no reason or no desire to talk take any more suggestions about november 3rd 2020 in the presidential election he says that's over he's sick of it he's sick of talking about it and i was like, Mitch. You, we call him Mitch McChina here on Live from America because that's what he is. He's Mitch McChina. He's, he, he, he caves to, to, to the CCP. We already know his wife's involvement with the CCP. And I am so, so happy that you, that you acknowledged that he, that he needs to go and that, you were, that you'll be one of the people that make sure he, he goes if you, if you win.
0: I'm actually the first. You know, there's a guy in Missouri that says he's the first U.S. Senate candidate to call for Mitch McConnell's removal, but that's just not true. He, he apparently didn't see my announcement speech. Uh, I I have I have been fighting against Mitch McConnell long before we uh, we had the January 6th uh, situation. But but here's the thing. The people haven't forgotten it. So Mitch is so detached, just like a lot of these guys in D.C., they get there. They get God complex. They forget that they are not there to represent their own personal feelings and thoughts. They are there to represent the people who elected them and the people of this country. Election integrity is huge. They want to know exactly what went wrong in our last election, November 3rd. They want it fixed, they want it addressed. And what the the Democrats, I saw just before I came on live, the Democrats, uh, the the bill they were trying to push through that they were calling election integrity bill. Of course, it wasn't about election integrity. It was about expanding and federalizing our elections to the extent that anybody and everybody can vote. I'm glad that Republicans stood up for that. But uh, people in America, and as as traveling around the state, people are really concerned about getting to the bottom of exactly how all of this voter fraud uh, happened we know this election was stolen from us. I don't care what anyone says. The Ugh. election was stolen. Donald Trump won that election. You cannot tell me that Joe Biden summed up 80 million people that were so excited to vote for him they couldn't wait to get to the polls. For a guy that stayed in his basement most of the, the election process, most of the campaign process. So we want to know what happened, and we want it fixed so that people aren't uh, disenfranchised and don't turn away and not vote at all. Because there there is a lot of of um, negative Feeling from people who have been voting, they're saying, "What's the point? Why vote?" And I want to encourage people. No matter what, you can't walk away from the fight. We are continuing this fight. We will get to the bottom of it, and you can't give up and walk away and say, "Well, it doesn't matter. My vote doesn't count." Even though I understand why you feel that way, this is not the time to walk away. This is the time to dig in your heels, get in the middle of the fight, and help us.
1: Well, yeah, and it's the time to take over the GOP and make it the GNP. No more grand old party, grand new party. Fighters, people who don't want to be in, but don't want to be part of the Uniparty party and 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 so much more uh jan we're going to take a quick commercial break uh i'm going to hold you at old over for one seg- more segment and then we'll get back to uh some some issues that i know people really want to uh, ask you about because i took some questions from the audience we'll be right back with more with jan morgan right after this and for the social media audience that's here, Jan, that's watching, and you're, you're you're speaking our language here. You know, there was a lot of people, and I was surprised there was a lot of people that watched the show that didn't know who you were. And I and I thought um, I thought that you were such a national name that everybody knew who you were. But but there were people that were really curious as who, who who you were, what you stood for, you know. And 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 you just kind of laid it all out right there. I mean, you feel the same way that these people that are watching you feel. I mean, we we know that we can't stay home in the poll. We know that. And 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 I tell everybody, you lose a hundred percent of the Chances that you don't take, um, and and right now we need to really we
0: need to talk, buckle down. I need to tell who I am. I need to be able to tell them who I am. But I also really want to dig into this whole Republican, the old grand old party thing, because I am on a personal mission. I've been in this state on a personal mission to 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 fix our Republican Party because we are as much of a problem as the the uh, the communists who have uh, uh, hijacked the Democrat Party. So we have problems in house that we must address in our state and nationally in the GOP. And of course, Mitch McConnell is one of them. But yes you know i I'm, I'm telling people around the country what they need to do in their states to take control of their republican committees they've got to do that the we the good people a lot of us separated off the, the true conservatives separated off from the elitist and the establishment that had taken over the republican party and we started doing the tea party thing we started doing concerned citizens groups and the fact is, is i don't i don't know that that was the right answer i think rather than pulling away we needed to dig in and we need to take over those republican committees where the establishment is is leaning left uh, and is part of the problem, they're not adhering to the Republican Party platform, and they're supporting politicians, career politicians, who blatantly defile the party platform. We had a Republican, believe it or not, we actually had a Republican fighting against us on a pro-life bill on our House floor a year ago. And yet he was not censured. The Republican Party didn't come out. The state Republican Party didn't come out and say, OK, this guy is not representing the Republican Party platform. He needs to be removed. We're going to replace him. It, it was just silence. Yeah. It's like they're scared to speak out against these politicians. We have to stop treating these people like they're gods. They're actually public servants, and they, they answer to us, and they should answer to the party when they defile the party platform Well, I agree to them. No,
1: I, I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm almost just as sickened to tell somebody I'm a Republican today than I am to tell them anything else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, I would rather much, I, I'd much rather know my enemy than not know my enemy. And nine times out of ten, we find out that a lot of our enemies are the ones closest to us. I mean, look at Liz Cheney. Look at, uh-huh. I mean, come on, She's the biggest disappointment I've ever seen in my entire life. And, you know, my
0: opponent, my opponent loves Liz Cheney. Are you serious? No. His daughter worked for her. You need to go back and look at my Facebook page. I, I posted a connection between them, but his daughter worked for her fundraising efforts. Uh, and also he invited her to come join him in the Senate. Oh. If she was going to get bounced by the House. Oh. So this is a guy that is, he has been in D.C. too long. He's completely out of touch with real people in Arkansas. Yeah. And once you hang out in D.C. That's why I, I believe in term limits. Well, term me, limits. too. I me, really too. I wanna to go to DC, do what I need to do, and I need to get out of there and get back to my life because I have a great life here. Like Trump, I, I don't need this job. Right. I feel like I don't
1: have a Well, I let's a let's come back from commercial and let's talk a little bit about what we just spoke about during the commercial break. Okay. <clears throat> Thanks a lot for sticking around, folks, here on Real America's Voice News. Whether you're watching on Dish, digital TV, Samsung TV, or even your local stations, Real America's Voice News is growing faster than any other station out there, and it's going to be a great outlet for President Trump moving forward, and not only for President Trump, but for people like my guest Jan Morgan and many others, as well as Getter. I mean, if it wasn't for President Trump coming along, we would have never gotten these things. We would have never had to have a reason to leave these platforms that treated us like such garbage and so over the commercial break uh jan and i and the social media audience were talking about gop gnp transforming the party getting rid of the rhinos and she said something <laughs> that i was it just i mean i wasn't surprised but uh jan you said that during the break that the guy you're running against the incumbent you're running against actually loves liz cheney and they have some kind of work relationship <laughs> in the past can you tell the audience a little bit about that
0: there's a strong tie between them. In fact, I probably need to post that meme again that shows the connections between him and Liz Cheney. His daughter worked for a fundraising campaign. And then when she was getting in trouble with the, the House uh, and in the Senate, um, he invited her to come over to the Senate. He said, maybe you should just run for Senate. You should come over and join us. So, uh, you know, he, he certainly was not on the team to oust her. He apparently didn't have any problems with the way she attacked our president. And attacked. She's not Republican. She just isn't. Right. And um, yeah, so she she is she is a huge problem, just like like Mitch McConnell is, and just like the other counterfeits are in our party. And we have to address these people, and we have to stop acting like it's wrong to talk about fellow Republicans. That's a huge issue I've run into in my own state. Uh, The establishment does not like me. I'm not a welcome uh, member in the Republican Party on many fronts here, because like Trump, I come in. I'm an outsider. I don't care what people think. I don't care about how much money you have. All I care about is our Constitution, our Bill of Rights, our Republican Party platform, that we adhere to that, that we stick with that, because that is a winning strategy for America. And the world is watching us to see if we're going to stand by who we say we are. And when we have Republicans acting and legislating like Democrats, and we don't do anything about it, it, it tells the rest of the independents out there that we're just like the Democrats. We're, it, it's one and the same. The same deal. It's all just a, a bad, a bad situation. And people that who are who are out there in the independent realm who are looking for something solid and authentic to hold on to, we need to give it to them. And the Republican Party platform is a winning strategy for America. We're, we're pro-life. We're pro-second amendment. We're for limiting the size and scope of government over people's lives. We're for lower taxes. We need Republican legislators when they are elected instead of coming home and bragging about how many new bills they passed and new regulatory burdens they passed on the backs of the people and small businesses in this country, they need to come home and brag about how many regulatory burdens they've slashed off the backs of the people, how many taxes they have cut. Here in our state, even though we have a Republican trifecta, we have a Republican governor, Republican uh, House, Republican Senate, Republican AG, Republican Lieutenant Governor, we still have continued to increase taxes on the backs of the people We are among the most heavily taxed people in America. And our governor, you're not going to believe this, Jeremy, I'm not sure you, you, you saw this, but on Tucker Carlson's show, he totally just undressed Asa Hutchins and our Republican governor, who I ran against, and I ran against him a few years ago so that I could expose him for who he really is, which is not Republican. He's a counterfeit. But he actually supported funding. He actually supported a law that funds chemical castration of the genitals of children who want to have sex reassignment surgery in this
1: state. Yeah, I saw that. That guy, that guy's, that guy's got problems, and he's a he's a huge he's a huge Trump hater as it is. And uh, and but he's
0: a Bozeman buddy. Yeah, you know I'm running again. He and Bozeman traveled together in the Shots and Arms tour, pushing the COVID vaccine on on Arkansans and telling them it was okay to take them. There's no reason to be concerned, and you should get this done after after.
1: Bozeman took a nice,
0: sizable donation
1: from yeah. Pfizer. Well, you know what? Birds of a fe- birds of a feather flock together, right? And we need to expose them all and get rid of them. Uh, let's move on to a, a, another question I have for you. You're being such a loud uh, voice for the Second Amendment and for rights and freedom, and being, um, I'm, I, I assume you have children. I don't know if you have children or not. That's one thing I didn't <laughs> look up. But you, you have children, okay? So you understand the connection that, that these mama bears have going to these school uh, school board right. meetings. Now you've seen these you've seen these women going to these school board meetings and look i i think what's going to save this country right now is 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 these is these mama bears i really believe they're going to save the country because who else puts a proverbial middle finger up to the doj and says bring it i mean other than armed moms who are out there fighting for their children i mean i don't think the doj really understood what kind of fight they were picking here uh please touch on that real quick as a mother as a and as somebody who who uh wants to stand up for your rights uh for your children
0: Yes. Just just for the record, I'm a Christian. I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I'm an NRA, USCCA and statefully certified firearms instructor. I'm a constitutional conservative. I was conservative in the womb. I have always been a conservative. So just to make sure that's out in the clear. Um, So so I love what's happening. It's unfortunate that we had to get to this almost communist uh, mentality in our country for women to get serious and rise up and fight back. But, mama bears, listen, when women get passionate about something, mountains move. Mm. I'm not a feminine, but I love. Mama Bear Power, because when you talk about kids, you know, you can say a lot and do a lot. But when you start crossing that barrier on a woman's child or her children, then you're talking serious stuff. And I in fact, I was just at a Republican committee meeting yesterday, Jeremy. I spoke to the Republican women of Benton County, Arkansas, and there were some people there who had women who had never been to a Republican committee meeting before. They'd never been politically active before, but they came to the meeting and caught the mass mandates on their kids in school. And they know that the COVID vaccine mandate is next in line. And because of this whole medical freedom loss where they're pushing the COVID vaccine on anybody and everybody in order to keep your jobs in this state. So these women are rising up. And I think that not only are we going to see them running for school board, Mm. showing up at school board meetings, running for city council. I think you're going to see an explosion of women across America running for Senate House, city council, mayor, judge, sheriff, U.S. Senate, U.S. House. And I'm very excited about that because these women, they know they, they're going to bring real life America to DC or to their state capital and start making laws and dealing with issues from the standpoint of authentic Americans, rather than from the standpoint of bought and paid for career politicians who have zero interest in the people they serve, and all of their interest is in the people who buy and pay for them. In my state, it's Walmart and Tyson. Well, I mean, that's why we we can't get critical race theory. We had a critical race theory uh, bill that would have. Would have made critical race theory, it would have eliminated or, or any possibility of it being taught in Arkansas schools. And believe it or not, it was a Republican who, who passed, who gave us the final vote, who stopped that legislation from passing. Can you believe that in a Republican controlled state, we could not get critical race theory I, it, legislation prohibiting it? it in our state. Well, that's, again, again,
1: you're pointing out that you got the wrong Republicans in there and the right Republicans are about to come in. And you you hit the nail on the head when you said uh, these, these mama bears and these, and these uh, mothers taking over all the school boards and, and running for uh, different positions. I'm seeing it left and right even in my own uh, small city up here in New Hampshire. And I'll tell you what, you want somebody who really knows this country, knows the ins and outs of this country, understands what needs to be done. It's, it, it's those people right there. And what's that old saying? Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. And I think oh, some okay. of these people... Oh, yeah. Might need to look out. I got a couple more questions for you before we go here, and I want to get them in, Jan. Uh, the first one we already t- touched on the Mitch McConnell thing. That was one of my questions. So we don't need to revisit that. We know where you stand on that. Um, General Michael Flynn. I spent some time with him a couple weeks ago. I don't know if you know him personally or not, but I spent some time with General Michael Flynn, and when he said something, and being being that uh, everybody knows you as as the Second Amendment. Uh, uh, a lady, I want to get your touch up, take on this. He said, he hears a lot of people say, it's a good thing we have the Second Amendment for times like these. And he says when he hears that, he says he can't help but to put his head down, cross his arms, and kind of cringe a little bit, because he understands the importance of what that means. And he said to me, he said, if we go there, and he goes, every time I hear this, being being where I've been and, and, and seeing what I've seen, every time we I hear this, I say, if we go there, whatever you're trying to preserve... And it, by doing that, he says, you'll never get back. Whatever it is that will come out of that, we'll, we'll never see the America that we're trying to get back. He says, I, I, want to, I, I, I understand what people are saying, and I'm glad we have the Second Amendment. He says, but it needs to be a last, last resort. I want to get That's your right. take on what he said about that, because I think there's some some truth and some reality to that. And I think people need to understand what they're really talking about when they when they talk about exercising that right.
0: Right. Well, I, I exercise my Second Amendment. I exercise that right every single day. Well, yeah, true, I, true. but yeah. I know what you're referring to. Right. That, you know, absolutely. That is the last resort. Uh, any kind of civil war, anything like that is going to bring this nation to her knees and it's going to leave us even more vulnerable. That's exactly what China wants. That's what that's what our enemies across the world want is for us to fight internally. They want to divide us we don't i don't believe we have to go there i believe that we have a constitution and bill of rights in place to give us the legal avenues to deal with these issues what what has been missing is americans that's what we right, need is more America, engaging with their elected officials. That's right we, When people get involved and they show up at their state capitol and they stand up and fight back, we haven't exhausted all of those avenues yet. And until we do that, you don't just go from, you know, for example, the Christian population, Jeremy, Christians are the largest group of people who don't even vote. In my state, only eighteen percent of registered voters. now listen to me, eighteen percent of registered voters in my state bothered to vote in the primary election. When I ran for governor a few years ago, that is that is unconscionable. It's it's awful. Yes, it is, it is it is apathy. And if you want to fix America, what we have to do is fix the apathy and ignorance that is going on in our country. And only when you address that and get people back on track and get them to take control of their government, then you don't you don't have to resort to. Uh, the the whole conflict and armed conflict. That is not what I want for our country. That's not the direction we need to go. And when people, I know there are people that are so angry that that's what they're chomping at the bit for, but I'm telling you that is not the direction we need to go. And one more thing about the whole Second Amendment thing. I I want to warn and and, and issue this this, uh, slight reprimand to gun owners. Gun owners are some of the biggest obstacles we have on the gun rights front. People who make this statement, the Second Amendment is my gun permit, No, it's not. The Second Amendment, just like the the remaining Bill of Rights, you don't get your rights from the Bill of Rights. Your rights are God-given. They're inalienable. The Bill of Rights, the Second Amendment in the Bill of Rights is simply a statement limiting the power of the government. It doesn't say what you can do. It says the people have the right to keep and bear arms, and you, government, shall not infringe. It is a statement limiting the power. So we, we mustn't ever give government more than government has. And when you say that, that that statement on that piece of paper is what gives us our gun right, then you're also saying that the government can eliminate that statement on that piece of paper and can change it. Rights are not government-issued privileges. And if if you don't get anything else out of anything I say today, your audience, I hope they understand that. We, we must understand that. Yes. And that means regulations and restrictions are unconstitutional. We've got over 30,000 gun control laws in the books in America, and every single one of them – or in violation of the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. Well, the
1: my, my, my audience is very, very well versed on the Constitution. and a matter of fact, we're going to start segments where we start going through the Constitution, much like a preacher does a Bible on church and church, and we're going to start going through it to familiarize or re-familiarize everybody with it so that they are armed with the best knowledge. Moving forward, i got one more question, Jan, and I'll let you go because we're running out of time here. Is President Donald J. Trump the leader of the Republican Party? And are you a make America great again, America first candidate for Senate? And will you back Donald J. Trump if he is back in the White House 100%?
0: Do you know, do you realize you're talking to the girl who was the national spokesperson of Citizens for Trump shortly after he came down the escalator and announced his candidacy? He was an outsider. We need an outsider. I support Donald Trump 100 percent. I may not agree with him on everything, but what he did for this country is what we need. And I absolutely support him if he runs again for president and if the Republican Party says he's not the Republican Party, then who, who he is is who I'm going to follow. <laughs> amen,
1: yeah. amen. Well, hey, God bless you, Jan. Thank you so much. I've had your uh, I've had your website janmorganforsenate.com, up on the screen the whole time. Um, I would assume that that's where you want people to go to follow you, to donate, to help get involved in Arkansas. And uh, Jan, I'll give you one last word. The floor is yours. Okay.
0: This is a time we are at, we are at a tipping point in America. I have never been so concerned about our constitutional Republic than I am today. I believe we are hanging by a mere thread. It is critical that people get out and get out of their comfort zone, get off their couches, stop just complaining on social media, get involved, either get behind candidates you can support or run for office, get involved, engage with your government, learn. It's not difficult. Everybody can do it. I hope, I hope that we can turn this country around
1: But it begins with you,
0: not Donald Trump, not Jan Morgan, not
1: one person. Amen. Take all of Amen. Well, that was a that was a great way to send it off. Jan, thank you. God bless you. I'll be in touch again in the future, and uh, I'll I'll I'll, uh, have you back on as soon as I can. Okay. Love that. Thank you. All right. Thank you. God bless. See you later. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Jan Morgan running for U.S. Senate in Arkansas, and I know that a lot of you don't live in Arkansas, but folks, we live in a world where uh people running for governor, people running for US Senate, people running for for US congressmen, that affects all of us now. It affects all of us now. We live in a world where what happens in Georgia affects what happens in New Hampshire. What happens in Arkansas can affect what happens in Utah. So it's very important that we get these people who are who are in these uh in these positions. Um To highlight them and and, and to hear what they have to say, vet them, make sure they're not rhinos, and then push them forward. And that's what we've been doing here on Live from America, and I hope to continue to to do that. And uh, what she said was absolutely right. We need to get involved. We're going to take a quick commercial break here on Real America's Voice News, and we'll be back after this commercial break. Please stay tuned. What do you guys think? I see a lot of you say, um, you know, I hope she wins. She's great. I've seen some people say, well, she's a talker. Hopefully she's a walker. And I'm telling you, uh, she is, but uh, again, um, that's why we do this. That's why we do this. I took a few questions from audience members, like I did with Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, I wish I could get Democrats to come on here. I wish I could get people rhinos to come on here. I've tried so many times it just doesn't work out because I'd love to see a little bit more of an aggressive uh, aggressive conversation back and forth, you know, hold people really accountable. and um, I, I think I do. I think I do a decent job even with people that we were trying to vet. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to I don't want to be a rude person to them, but I want to make sure. And that's why I stick right to the point. And I say, look, are you a MAGA, Make America Great Again uh, candidate? Are you an America First candidate? Do you think Donald Trump is the leader of the party? The reason why I ask them these questions throughout the interviews is because if you... Those are simple questions that we can find out real quick if you're a rhino or not. If you're a rhino or if you're a Democrat or if you're whatever, we can find out real quick by asking about three questions. And those three questions tell us everything we need to know about what kind of candidate you're going to be. Not what kind of person or what kind of human being you're going to be. That's not why we do this. We do it to find out what kind of candidate they are going to be. And uh, so uh, I, I'm, I'm, I was very honored to have her on. And, and, and hopefully we can um, have more people that are running uh, come on and, and you know put themselves out there like that. And, and let everybody know who they are, what they're running on, and what they're running for. And I got to tell you, with her winning, if she wins a Senate seat in in Arkansas and um, Sarah Huckabee wins the the governor's seat there, it's going to be a powerhouse state. It's going to be a powerhouse state. So, um, you know, that's why I ask those specific questions all the time. A lot of people say, well, I've heard people say, why do you ask the same question about Donald J. Trump? It has nothing to do with President Trump as far as who, you know. Anything other than what his policies are. Because we know if they agree that we should have a forensic audit. If they want to get rid of Mitch McConnell. If they want to get rid of the GOP and establish it with a GNP. If they support President Donald J. Trump and think, think that he's the leader of the party. Then they understand what, we understand who they are. And that's what we need to keep doing, folks. Keep vetting people that way. Um, I saw also during uh, one of the, I saw in the comment section that people were sick and tired of me talking about the jab. I get it. I do. I don't like talking about it either. It's like a dead horse. But you know what? What would happen if I stopped talking about the audits? What would happen if I stopped talking about the forensic audits? You know what I mean? We have to talk about these things that are affecting our everyday lives. And I know a lot of you who are probably sick of hearing me talk about it are probably people who have gotten the vaccine and you don't want to feel like you're alienated or or I'm saying anything against you. And it's not that. It's not that at all. I'm highlighting what it's doing to this country, positive and negative, and that way we know what's going on next so we can fight it. The more information we have, the better. And people need to understand who Pfizer is and what exactly Pfizer does, and how much power they have over the federal government. It only helps them make the best decisions for them and their family. And I got to tell you, a lot of people have changed their minds about whether to or to not get or to not get this vaccine based on the information that they've got on this show. So I, I, I that's kind of why I do it, folks. That's kind of why I do it. Um, all right, let's come back from commercial break because. I want to, (laughs) let let me just bring this up before we even get there, because this is, what I'm about to read you is pretty incredible. So, okay. Welcome back to Live from America, here from the Live Free or Die State of New Hampshire on Real America's Voice News. I want to thank Jan Morgan for coming on. It's always nice to be able to sit and have a regular conversation, not a suit and tie interview. I don't like doing those. I don't like doing the same old interviews that you see on every station. You know what I mean? Even though you might hear some of the same rhetoric coming from answers and things like that, it's still more of a conversation rather than a, well, do you support this? Do you support that? We don't, I don't like doing that. You know what I mean? I just like the regular conversations. Now, I want to get back to Pfizer, just like we started the show, showing you all of the sponsors that uh, or all of the sponsorships that are paid for by Pfizer, and they were all left-wing, all left-wing hacks, every bit of them, every single one of them. Now, I want to read to you uh, a little, uh, something a little funny here. Uh, Scott... I hope I say his name correctly, Scott Gottlieb. Now, we've talked about this gentleman before, but I want to bring him up again in context with all these other people, okay? Uh, Scott Gottlieb is a former FDA commissioner in charge of regulating Pfizer. He is also, right now, a current member of the board of directors at Pfizer. Scott Gottlieb, okay? Stephen Hahn, H-A-H-N, Stephen Hahn or Stephen Hahn, Um, he is the former FDA commissioner in charge of regulating Moderna. And right now, ladies and gentlemen, he is the current chief medical officer of flagship pioneering the venture capital firm behind Moderna. So both Scott Gottlieb and Stephen Hahn both went from the FDA to the companies that they were supposed to directly oversee as part of their job in the FDA. Oh, it gets better, ladies and gentlemen. James Smith. James Smith, um, the CEO of Reuters, in charge of informing people about COVID-19 vaccines. Well, ladies and gentlemen, he is also a current member of the board of directors for Pfizer. So tell me, that's not a conflict of interest. It's absolutely unbelievable. Uh, Scott Gottlieb's last name is G-O-T-T-L-I-E-B. Stephen Hahn is uh, P-H, Stephen with a A P-H, and H-A-H-N. And James C. Smith, who was the um, CEO of Reuters, is also on the board of directors for Pfizer. And of course, of course, the one and only, here he is, Tony the Rat Face Fauci. Let's put him there. Tony the Rat Face Fauci. Uh, the NIAD director under the National Institutes of Health. Uh, um, he's also the funder of bioweapons research on gain-of-function back coronavirus course at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Folks, every one of these people are, <laughs> are involved in every bit of the lockdown craziness, uh, flip-flopping back and forth that you've seen for the last two years. They were on the board of... They're, they're either on the board... Of, of advisors right now for these Pfizer's or for Moderna or they're, or, they're, or they're both. They're both with FDA and the drug companies. Folks, we got to wake up here. we got to see this. And this is why I highlight this stuff. This is exactly why I highlight this stuff. Now, here's another one that I wanted to talk about real quick, about what Pfizer did to basically strong-arm the federal government. Leaked contracts, so the contracts between Pfizer and the federal government, Um, shows that Pfizer used its power to shift risk and maximize profits in negotiating contracts with the government. Pfizer used its power to shift risk and maximize profits according to the leaked, unredacted contracts obtained by Public Citizen, a consumer advocacy group. Pfizer has been accused of bullying and shaking down the government during COVID vaccine negotiations. Much of their uh, wheeling and dealing has been done in secret. The new contracts reveal that Pfizer took a hard line in push for profits with the least amount of exposure and risk. The contracts consistently place Pfizer's interests before public health imperatives, says Zane Rizvi, the public citizen researcher who released the report. Now, Sharon Castillo is a spokeswoman for Pfizer, and she said that confidentiality clauses are standard in commercial contracts and, quote, intended to help build trust between the parties as well as protect the confidential commercial information. You know, a a typical spin answer when when asked to comment on this. Uh, But you got to understand, Joe Biden and many of the Democrat officials have imposed COVID vaccine mandates because of Pfizer's demands and secret contract negotiations. And as a result, Americans are losing jobs, losing their lives, and losing everything, losing their wealth, any wealth that they had. And all of this is directed by Pfizer. This is what they do. So... I, I, I know it's like beating a dead horse. I get it. I know people are sick and tired of hearing about it, but it's my job to show you this revolving door of corruption with the federal government and Pfizer so that when it is our time to prosecute these people, when it is our time to prosecute uh, Tony Fauci, Nancy Pelosi, Adam Schiff, and all that, I think that's why they're trying to cut and run. I believe that's why Na- uh, Tony Fauci's boss, uh, Francis Collins, actually jumped ship a, a couple weeks ago. When we get power back, we're going to take everything that we have found out, all this stuff that we have racked up, storing up God's wrath, and it's going to be unloaded on these people. And that's why I do this. That's why I do this. And I do it, another reason why I do it is because nobody else is. Nobody else is talking about it because they're they're, they're probably sick of talking about it. Well, you know what? I'm sick and tired of living it. That's what I'm sick and tired of. I'm sick and tired of living this life and having our lives destroyed. That's what I'm sick and tired of. <sighs> Matter of fact, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. Pfizer, you get the dumb dumb award of the day for thinking that you could hide this stuff from the American people. Pfizer, you get the dumb dumb award of the day for thinking that you could keep in secret. You could keep these lies and this evil and this destruction in secret. But I got I got uh, something to tell you. Uh, No secrets are hidden um, when people are in the presence of God. When people are in the presence and in the grace of God, all secrets will be revealed, and your secrets are being revealed, and you will pay, and justice will come down on you for what you've done to the American people. You and all your government-corrupted, uh, phony, fake uh, politicians, you're all going to get your due, every one of you, by God, not by me, by God. And take one more commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. Fill up your coffees, folks. Thanks for sticking with us. We'll be right back um and again folks i know i i see some of you i see i see the comments i know you're sick of talking about it because you're like what's going to be done well we've (laughs) there's a lot there's millions and millions of people out there who are not taking this uh vaccine not because of anything uh you know because it's being forced on them because of the information that they're getting and there's millions out there who took it because they were told that it would help them and there's millions out there who are being forced to take it long story short folks I don't believe that a quarter of this country would be vaccinated right now against COVID-19 if if they had a freedom to choose, if they had the freedom to choose. And for all those who have been vaccinated, again, I have nothing against any of, of that decision at all. It's a very, very difficult decision to be in. But I'm fighting for the voiceless, and that's why I keep bringing it up. They say they can test for the virus. The swabs cause cancer. I've heard a lot of stuff like that. I'm not really sure about the swabs, but I know that the, the, the tests are definitely faulty. The test kits are definitely fa- faulty. But don't worry. When we come back from commercial break, folks, we're not going to be talking about co- uh, Pfizer anymore or COVID. i got a couple other things that I think you're really going to want to see um, just to, just to kind of give you a little bit of a, you know, give you a little heads up <laughs> because we're not always talking about it here. We're just, it's part of what we talk about. Pfizer and Moderna, $14 billion a year in profits. Yeah. And I believe Pfizer actually went over 20 million this last year. 20 million. I agree, Jeremy. I say we should have a choice. It would have never been forced. It should have never been forced on us. Um, RD Comp99 says, Great interview. Good luck to her. This is from Robert and Mary Kay from New Jersey. And Jack, Governor, New Jersey. Yeah, I don't know what you said with the rest of it, but I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. CEO of Netflix is a weak loser. Well, that's actually what we're going to be talking about. That's actually what we're going to be talking about right here next when we come back from this commercial break. So let's do it now. No time like the present. Welcome back to Live from America. Um, folks, somebody just said in the comments section, the CEO of Netflix is a loser. I don't disagree. I believe the CEO of Netflix is a loser. I believe them backing um, Dave Chappelle was, uh, was not a moral decision but more of a money-making decision. But Netflix employees... They stage a walkout, ladies and gentlemen, protesting transphobia, Dave Chappelle outside their headquarters. Now, I I thought it was... I didn't really want to spend too much time on this staged walkout and this staged protest, because that's exactly what it was. What I did want to spend some time on is the gentleman who was a pro-Dave Chappelle protester, and he was there holding a sign, and he he was chanting, Black Lives Matter. And watch the intolerant left destroy his sign And I can't even play you the whole video because they start to come unhinged. TDS starts kicking in, the pink hats start coming out, the swear words start flying. But watch the intolerant left as this guy's just standing there saying Black Lives Matter. But he was also holding a sign that was pro-Dave Chappelle. And the intolerant left didn't like that because it did not fit their agenda, even though he was saying Black Lives Matter. Weird. Anyway, watch this. A weapon. <laughs> oh, you want me to drop my weapon? Yes. Okay. And, and leave. There's my weapon. I'm not So that, that <laughs> I didn't want to play anymore because it starts getting really, really raunchy as far as the, the uh as far as the uh, the language goes. But I, how tolerant, huh? How tolerant of the left break a sign and then scream that he's got a weapon. <laughs> I mean, that's just so ridiculous. And <laughs> he's got a weapon. He's got a weapon, says the masked vigilante who is a soy boy and lives in mommy's basement. Um, anyway, I, <laughs> I think that guy's great. He's standing there kind of just blowing up their narrative and, and standing there with his sign. that's Pro, Ch- Pro Chappelle and says, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. And they're like, no, get out of here. We can't stand People who destroy our narrative. What a staged fake phony. You know why? Fake news. And by the way, hey Netflix. Nobody cares. You think Dave Chappelle cares? Do you not remember Dave Chappelle? Do you not remember the Dave Chappelle show? Do you not watch? Did you not remember his grand walkout? You think this guy cares about that? He's going to make millions of dollars the rest of his life on stand-up tours alone. Get out of here. Nobody cares. Now, one more story I want to leave you with. Uh, Tonight, because it's incredible. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz introduces a bill that would send illegal immigrants to the towns of rich white liberals for processing. (laughs) Ah, Ted Cruz! Oh, he actually introduced a bill that would send them to Martha's Vineyard. And it just goes right in hand in hand with one of the most popular videos, backyard rent videos I ever did. I did a video in late 2015, 2016. It was called the Syrian Refugee Challenge. Where I said, hey, you let them come live with you. Remember when Syrian refugees were going everywhere? I said, you let them come live with you for 90 days. And then report back to me how it's going. And if it's really going good, maybe we'll consider also carrying them in our house. And this kind of goes right hand in hand with that. But Ted Cruz actually... Introduced a bill that would send all of these illegal immigrants to rich white liberal neighborhoods like Martha's Vineyard. So big shout out to uh, to Ted Cruz, and let's just go ahead. You know he's got to get it. He's getting the Smarty Award of the day here on Live from America, right in that Smarty bucket. <laughs> Oh, I'd love to see that, wouldn't you? Anyway, folks, that's going to do it for Live from America. God bless you. Remember, you can always put in promo codes at MyPillow.com, L-F-A. Get a ton of ton of discounts, and Mike promises to have everything out by Christmas. You can go to JeremyHarold.com for everything else. Listen to some good hip-hop MAGA music. Become a monthly donor. Sign up for the newsletter and get yourself some good patriotic gear and some good Armor of God gear. We'll see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. And for the Real America's Voice News audience, we'll see you at 10 p.m. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. And remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God. No weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Have a great night. God bless you. And we'll see you tomorrow. Rebirth of America
0: Been a long time
1: coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up no way. Long as I'm bleeding I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America